In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I wish each of you a happy Easter. Easter lasts eight days, so happy Easter to you. Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah, hallelujah, risen as he truly said. Hallelujah, alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Resurrexit, sit cum dixit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Christ is risen from the dead. And you know what I say? Every cemetery should have white flags flowing down, flowing in the wind, telling the people, the people that have walked with God, they're with God today. Oh, yes, because of the resurrection. Because of the resurrection. I'll tell you a story about Philip. Philip had two uh, plastic eggs, and they were touching each other, the open ends. The teacher in the kindergarten said, get something live and bring it in for show and tell. Well, Philip took these two plastic eggs. And everyone showed their living things. Some had flowers, some had grass, some had whatever, things that were living. When the teacher came to Philip, she said, that's not living, Philip. He said, the tomb is empty. He knew that Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead. The tomb is empty. I'm reading from the 20th chapter of St. John. Early on the first day of the week, that Sunday, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. They have no idea that he's the resurrection and the life. They're just looking for his body. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple went out toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple, the young one, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. He's waiting for Peter to go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head not lying with the linen wrappings, 
but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. He believed that the tomb was empty. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. Very interesting. We're going to look at a day in the presence of God of the resurrection. First thing, verse 11, Mary stooped weeping outside the tomb. As she went, she bent over to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not know that it was Jesus. Why? He has a resurrected body. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned and said to him, in Hebrew, Rabonish, My sheep are called by name. She recognized her name from the mouth of the risen, risen Savior. Oh yes, my sheep, I know them by name. Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he, all that he had said to her. They don't believe it. They graduated the school of unbelief. The tomb is empty. And Jesus rose from the dead. And you know what that means? Jesus rose from the dead. That anything and everything is possible. That what you are carrying can be carried by the Lord that your sicknesses can be healed by his stripes and by his resurrection. Anything can happen because he's risen from the dead. Death could not hold him because he was the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he defeated death by the cross and resurrection. Oh, I have stood by my mother, father, and brother's empty, to, empty grave. And the only thing I could say is, I believe in the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. 
I remember standing by my friend Betty's grave. I believe in the resurrection of the dead. My Aunt Alda's grave. I believe in the resurrection of the dead. I tell you, Jesus is risen from the dead, and he has appeared to Mary Magdalene. This is interesting because in the courts, women could not testify. But Jesus sees Mary crying and comes to her. Why? Because love draws Jesus. Love draws Jesus. She had been sick with seven demons, perfectly possessed, looking for the body of Christ. And what does she find? The risen Lord. How did she know it was the risen Lord? He said, Mary, only the way that he could say it. Jesus is risen from the dead. And all your pain and all your discouragement can go today if you surrender to him. Jesus is risen from the dead. We're going to look at another thing that happened on the day of the resurrection. Very interesting. This is an interesting experience. This happened Luke 24, verse 13. Now, on the same day, that Sunday, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. Why were they leaving Jerusalem? Jesus is dead. There's no need to stay there any longer. Some people say it was a husband and wife. And talking with each other about all these things that had happened, what things? The crucifixion and death of the Lord Jesus. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? See, they had left Jerusalem. No need to be in Jerusalem any longer. Why? Because Jesus is dead. There's no need to be into Jerusalem any longer because Jesus is dead. They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleophas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? And Jesus asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed, mighty in word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. This next line breaks my heart. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. We had hoped, and our hope is crashed is gone. He's dead. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. 
Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, there they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman and women had said to them, but they did not see Jesus. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe. All that the prophets have declared, was it not necessary that Messiah should suffer these things, and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in the scriptures. They still don't know it's Jesus. Listen what happens. As they came near the village uh, to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us because it's almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at table with them, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened. The breaking of bread was the Eucharist in the Acts of the Apostles. Let's continue. And he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us? while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us. Oh, Jesus, open the scriptures to us. Open the Bible to us, that we would know the power of the word, that you are the resurrection and the life, and that you open our hearts through the word of God and through the Eucharist. Oh, yes, how we need the word of God how we need the Eucharist. The Eucharist is Jesus Christ. The Eucharist is the Lord Jesus Christ. That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem. I tell you, they were running. They were running back. They want to tell the disciples what they saw. And they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has indeed risen, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how they had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The breaking of the bread. When we receive the Eucharist, we are receiving the body of Christ. Christ who died and Christ who is risen. We are receiving Jesus himself. Some preachers say, don't look at the sacraments. Well, the Eucharist is Jesus. And Jesus is raised from the dead. No matter what people believe. Remember, Mary Magdalene wanted to touch Jesus. He said, don't touch me. I have not yet risen.
father. And you know what? A week later, he says to Thomas, touch me. So what happened between don't touch me and touch me? And while they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened? And why do you have doubts arising in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself, not see, see that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet, while in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering. He said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it, and they ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and go, to suffer to rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name. I want to look at John again. This is very interesting. Verse 19, chapter 20. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, Sunday, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. He goes through the door. He doesn't open the door. He has a resurrected body. Peace be with you. And he said this. He showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced. Peace be with you. After this, he said, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord Jesus. And they and said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So Jesus gives us the sacrament of penance. I like to think when he breathed on them, was mouth to mouth because they're still in disbelief. They don't believe until Jesus shows them his hands and his feet. 
Then he says, Who sins you forgive shall be forgiven. Who sins you retain shall be retained. What do I want to express today? Christ is truly risen. He has appeared to Peter. Christ is truly risen. And because he is risen, everything and anything is possible. We saw last week a woman hobbling to the front uh, of, the, of the stage, so to speak. And she hobbled because she couldn't walk. And because of Christ's death and resurrection, she walked perfectly back to her seat. Anything and everything is possible because Jesus had died for us and been raised from the dead. What about the woman who had a pinched nerve? She was disbelieving. But we said Jesus can take care of a pinched nerve. And guess what? He did. The pinched nerve was gone. The Lord healed her through his death and resurrection. These are the things that happen to those who believe. We had the young people here on Saturday night, and I said, how many people have a back problem? And I believe four or five girls came up, and we prayed a prayer, and guess what? They were all healed. Why? Because of the death and resurrection of the Lord. Anything is possible. Everything is possible. Because Jesus has conquered death, disease, sickness, the grave, sins. On the cross, he conquered sin once and for all. He is the resurrection and the life. Do you believe that? Do you believe that He is the resurrection and the life and that He has plans for you? I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to give you a hope and a future. When you call upon me, you shall see that I am with you, says the Lord. Ah, I know the plans I have for you plans to give you a future and a hope. You say, I'm too old. I don't care how old you are. Unless you're over 104, he's got plans for you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Call on his name today. His name is Jesus. Call on his name today. He is the risen Lord. Call on his name today. He has plans for you. Oh, I wish that every cemetery would have white flags hurled high to proclaim to the dead that believed in Christ are not dead, but alive, alive with him in heaven. How I wish I had a cemetery in my control. I'd have white banners f flowing down to tell people he has been raised from the dead. He is glorious. He is triumphant. He is the Lord. He has plans for you. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. 
Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Are you a believer? Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins and that he rose from the dead, that the tomb had no power over him? Do you believe he is the resurrection and the life, and he has plans for you? I believe, I believe, I believe. What about you? Do you believe? God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.